0: This just in from Just Riding Along Outdoor Media, Matt's Week in Review with an update on breaking bicycle industry news. Hello and welcome to Matt's Week in Review, recorded on 6-23-2022, for those of you out there, it's my sister's birthday. Um, None of you probably know her, but it is. So starting this week off with a few quick hits that are all varying degrees of bad, Center Elite brake pads are released for the low price of only around 190 pounds per bike with a custom box. Yeah, that's right. 190 pounds, British pounds, per bike's worth of brake pads, but they come in a box with your name on it. So if you want my real thoughts and to hear the hate flow freely, tune into the JRA posting next week. Uh, The worst news of the week by far is Mario Cipollini is facing up to two and a half years in prison for domestic abuse and stalking. There's nothing else to really say about this one other than I was browsing through cycling media and I was like, wow, that one's really bad. Yeah, nothing else to say here other than this all sounds like a terrible thing all around. To sandwich that with something that's not so bad, but just normal bad... SomaFab launches a new alt-bar variation. If you want a visual, I can give you one for this. An aero bar and a bar end. They roll around in the same drawer in your shed and swap some handlebar tape, if you know what I mean. Um, And you end up with these. And these are things that are struggling so hard to not be called aero bars or bar ends. And since they mount in the middle of the handlebar, would they be called bar middles? Anyways, the the biggest downfall of these oversized aero bar ends, maybe that's the word, arrow bar ends, is they use a regular single bolt, non-hinged clamp. So just like a bar end would have, you know, where it uses like a pinch clamp because it goes on the end of the bar, these use a pinch clamp, but they go inside of your controls. So you would have to remove everything in order to install them. Which seems like a gigantic miss because this seems like the kind of thing that you might take on and off your bike. You might want them this weekend for something stupid. You might want them not on there next weekend for something different stupid. Yeah, it seems like a big miss in my opinion, which is why you came here. So, yeah, thumbs down. Not for me. Moving into cooler, more uplifting news. Stephen Hyde has been named the USA Cycling lead coach for cyclocross season. I say this as Stephen has always seemed like a really cool racer and a humble and hardworking person. Um, I wish the entire program the best of luck in the future as I think cyclocross is probably one of the most entertaining types of racing to watch as it's both short, action-packed, and full of dramas. So I really like it. Now getting into more mountain bikey stuff, to cover something that is now officially released, RockShock's Gen 2 Twist Lock Remote is live and real. So major changes from Gen 1 to Gen 2 would include a new shape that is much more like a classic grip shift, multiple offerings that covers both a two and three position lockout setup, and no more button. Uh, The Gen 1, you twisted it and locked it, and then pushed a button on the inboard side of the the grip shift portion, and that unlocked it. The new version is 100% grip shift stylized, meaning roll it towards you, it locks, roll the same thing away from you to unlock. There's no more pawing for that little button, and when you're wearing a glove and you're descending and you're just like... Let's say you like crest over descent and you want to make sure that you're unlocked. I often found myself having to remove my thumb from under the bar to in line with the bar to find that little button. And being able to stay on the grip and just give it a a bump forward, that would be a huge improvement. So it seems really cool. Sticking on with things that happen on the front of your bike, Restrap launches the bumper bar, not rack rack for your bike packing needs. So, it's not a rack, it's more like a bag stabilizer. It's a headset spacer replacing Thingamajig that allows you to keep your bars or your bags, gear, whatever, mounted to your bars but spaced away from your head tube. Uh, A big change on this versus what I've seen in the past is a very low stack height. Many of them have a, a clamp style, as in you would remove a 10 or 15 or maybe even more millimeter tall spacer. Place it onto your steer tube, get everything straight and tight, and then clamp that in place so it can't rotate. This is this is just a a headset spacer, and it's only uh, reported as being three millimeters thick, meaning you don't have to have a ton of room under your stem to run this one, which is super intriguing because I run all my bars really low. Not necessarily because my bars are low, but because my legs are short, my seat isn't high, so then my bars need to be kind of low because, relatively speaking, my bars or high, because my seat's low. It's a lot to think about, but this is really cool. It looks more useful for me, for sure. Uh, it only cost around $60, and it does weigh a bit at 178 grams, but it's it's made out of heavy metal. So, you know, it's it's not plastic. Um, it's, a, it's a real metal item. And it's designed so you could mount lights or cameras or things to it if you had it naked. And then, again, you could keep your handlebar roll or bar bag or whatever from contacting your frame. Um, I'm excited. I'm intrigued. I might buy one. I haven't decided. I got more break news. And this one maybe should have been up in the stuff that wasn't so good. But I'm just going to put it down here in this part. up updates their... And I don't even, I'm don't even—I'm not even i not even going to be- begin to try to pronounce this. It's a word that begins with D. It's a lot. There's a lot of a lot going on here. Um, so they, they have their D series of brakes and the Pecola carbons. And they updated those with new calipers. And I'll be quite honest. I read some marketing releases about them. And they're somehow better. But the marketing didn't really tell me exactly how they were better. Just a lot of words about not resting on their laurels and always be improving, kind of like always be closing, but the biggest change is they now accept the common guide G2 DB8 brake pads from SRAM for increased pad availability, which to me, I found to be really weird. Uh, the brakes retail north of 1100 US dollars, so I'd assume the person that can afford $1,100 brakes would be able to buy an armload of pads and carry around their own spares, but that's just me few quick industry notes before my closing thought piece my first colorado employer wheat ridge cyclery has opened their second location after nearly 50 years 49 to be exact in the same location they're not moving but they're opening a second shop down in the ken carroll area um, i'm not a market wizard but open a high-end store in a high-end neighborhood that math checks out for me so wish them and that team the best of luck and if you're in the area go in say hi and, yeah, enjoy it. I think it'll be a great addition to the neighborhood. Um, And then just a quick one, just because, I don't know, someone got a promotion. It's cool. So, Pivot has promoted Brian Mason from global sales manager to president. Not going to make any pivoting jokes or any snide comments. Just congrats to Brian because, you know, good job. I'm sure that was a, a great thing. And a little public recognition always goes a long ways. Now... My closing thought piece is fueled by the release of the new 2023 Santa Cruz Hightower. This bike looks great. You know, it has a hidey hole storage spot, like SWAT box style. It has a low shock frame, but there's a window in the frame so you can peep through the frame and read your sag. And as our friend from Saturday Night Live, Stefan, would say, this bike has everything. Yes, 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 yes. Except for a price tag that you can swallow. I'm just befuddled by this one a lot. And we cover it in depth in the Just Riding Along, but I felt like I wanted to summarize and, and try to maybe be a little more coherent to my thoughts because I did the, the research live in the show, and I'm, now I now have the luxury of full-size computer. I, I don't bring my computer to the recording table. Andrea has one, and I use my phone for anything that I need. And It was a shortcoming in the episode that we recorded. And to blow your mind, we record JRA on Wednesday, and I record this on Thursday. This post on Friday, JRA post on Monday. So there's a little bit of discongruency here. But, yeah, everything except for a price tag you can swallow. So if we stick with a C-level frame and pick GX Axis with reserve carbon wheels, so so mid-tier or low-level carbon frame, not a premium frame, we get Industry 9 one-of-one hubs, we get GX components, we have... A ninety eight hundred dollar price tag. The fork is Performance Elite, and the shock is RockShox Select Plus. Like it, it doesn't have factory or Ultimate suspension. Even I, I'm not sure the market wants to bear this. And and I'm gonna I'm gonna juxtapose a bike here against this. Um, I know YT doesn't exactly measure up to Santa Cruz. I totally get that. But if you handed me ten thousand dollars to spend tomorrow, would I buy a GX bike? With mid-tier Boing Boings. Or would I buy the YT Jeffsy Uncaged 6. At $9,500. It's $300 cheaper. It has RockShox Ultimate Everything. Ultimate Fork. Ultimate Shock. It has an XX1 AXIS Complete Drivetrain. It has an AXIS Reverb. It has Flight Attendant. Flight Attendant. I I I don't know. I, I wanted to yell that. and I didn't want to like blow your eardrums out it has flight attendant it's got robot everything including fork and shock it, it, it i know santa cruz is cool but let's face it like most bikes get down the trail okay um, i know i've had my shortcomings with my yt but i've also done a lot of really great rides on that bike and if you wanted parking lot talk you know, if you wanted a bike that like garnered some attention in the parking lot, roll up with robot shifting, robot dropper, AI control, boing boings on both ends. I mean, it, it, as far as parking lot talk pieces go, like this is a really cool bike. And and I know that not everybody's shopping for really cool, but if you again if you handed me ten grand tomorrow, you're like you can have a bike with performance elite suspension, a select plus or performance elite shock, select plus I'm all out of sorts. The fork is performance elite. The shock is select plus 90 points of engagements in the wheels. You know, if you, if you're like, we go ride this, like it'd be a fun bike. I just don't know that it's $9,800 worth of fun. When at $9,500, you can have all the robots and all the coolness. And, and if, if you wanted me to go have fun tinkering with, while also riding and, and, and getting settled in on a new bike, I'm gonna go with the YT every time because I want to play with that cool stuff and both bikes are gonna party down the trail faster than I can ride them. And if you're like, oh well, the flight attendant sucks, cool. I didn't write this one down, but like YT has a model at like 5200 that has alloy wheels and factory suspension. So you know you'd have you'd have another like four grand to play with. If you wanted to put a GX or like an AXS upgrade kit and your own carbon wheels, and you'd have an extra drivetrain and wheels. So I just don't, I don't know that. I mean, obviously the market can bear it. It's doing it right. But like, it just feels like a lot. So I I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm jaded. Maybe after being out of the direct bike shop for this amount of time, I just don't get it anymore. Let me know. You can use the contact form on the website you can reach out to me through instagram beanpole matt you can find me there but yeah let me know what you think because to me it just it doesn't make sense the bike's beautiful i mean the the mega tower the high towers, is awesome looking but i just don't see it so yeah prove me wrong or let me know your side of the argument but uh until next time which again I'm moving to like a more news dependent cycle now, because as we're in the meat of the season every week, there might not be a full good recordings worth. You know, I'm took a week off and I'm still just at 15 minutes covering all the stuff that I found to be interesting. So that's about the time that I was hoping that these could be, you know, just a quick digestible, but not so quick that it's not worth pushing play on and trying to get settled in during a commute or something. So Um, Let me know if there's anything you think I should talk about or if I'm just totally off base here with my Hightower thoughts. But until next time, ride safe and have fun and enjoy yourselves. Thanks for tuning in to this week's news. Until next time, take care and ride safe.